0: Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 210 that's 0330 118 0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.
1: Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories Chat Podcast with me, Rob Davis. Abby Ticehurst. Hello, hello. And unfortunately, Tom Cannon can't join us this week, but ably stepping in is Neil Maskell. Neil, how are you doing?
2: Hello, Rob. Hello, um, Abby. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Thank you for having
1: me on. No, thank you very much for joining us. I believe you're actually uh, in, on site at MaidNet in the Allen Devonshire suite at the moment. <laughs>
2: I'm indeed, yes. I'm indeed. Thank you. Taking my lunch hour to be with you. Uh, how about that? <laughs> very good, very Dedication. good. Dedication. That is that
3: is the, a proper super sub right there. Absolutely, yeah.
1: <laughs> Bring it up for the cause. Well done. Well, uh, we'll talk about all things uh, Berkshire football, everything that's been happening over the last couple of weeks. There are still games going on across lots of divisions, and uh, there's some very exciting fixtures coming up. So we'll get into that. But um, otherwise, uh, uh, we'll start with you, Neil. As you're the guest, How have you been recently? How's the uh, how uh, have things been since we last spoke to you? It's been a two or three weeks since you have been on the pod.
2: Been a few weeks, yeah. Uh, very good, thank you. The season is uh, trickling to an end. Um, there's still, uh, where are we at, two more games left in the National League and um, just uh, you know, waiting to get through. Well, two exciting games actually. We've got two other playoff teams um, still to play, so quite busy from that point of view. So yeah, all good. And then we move into contracts and pre-season friendlies and all that kind of thing, so it never yeah. stops really.
1: Absolutely. Is this where? Uh, when is your peak time of year? Because your secretary at made that uh, United yep. in case people didn't know. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. when is your peak time of year? Would you say? Because I, I guess people think it. it's slowing down now. Exactly. Yeah, it's not for you, really, is it?
2: This is it. Yeah, we'll be doing contracts. Um, there's already uh, things moving in the background as you'd expect with that. Um, I'll be on call, I think, over the next couple of weeks to come in and do uh, various pieces of pen to paper so yeah this is the busy time then we'll move into affiliations and all that kind of thing um, for the new season the uh, the league AGM is uh, in June as well so uh, plenty to get my teeth into the a couple of uh, couple of months or so very good
1: indeed and yeah two games for Meghmed over the uh, bank holiday weekend we've just had and uh, well two draws Uh, against uh, a couple of decent sides, but um, uh, two cracking goals, one in each game. Uh, Sam Barrett's in particular, perhaps, I'd say. uh, A bit disappointed not to get the full three points against Torquay, and perhaps the same against Aldershot. Um, um, Talk us through those games and those two goals.
2: Yeah, we led in both. Um, So, a little disappointing, perhaps, but we've got... We seem to end the season well under Dev, Rob. Um, You know, we're unbeaten in six, albeit four of those, I think, have been draws. Mm. Bear in mind, there's not an awful lot to play for. You know, the battle for 15th place or whatever <laughs> um, you might want to call it. It's not quite Champions uh, League spots, is it? Um, yeah, we, we played relatively well, I thought, in both games. Um, it's all key. We made a little mistake uh, at the end and they uh, they it. I feel they, they deserved it. Uh, Sam Barrett's goal was a cracker. Um, it's just a reminder of uh, the things that Sam can do, uh, pull out of a hat. It was a bit of a... Game was going kind of nowhere. Really, we were comfortable enough. Talkie were comfortable enough. Kick into the box, uh, two touches, and ball into the roof of the net. You know, out of nothing. So, he's our player who can do that. And then for the dead ball situation, Abby was at the game um, on uh, Monday against All Shot. You want to talk through the goal, Abby? You enjoyed the Dan Sparks free kick against All Shot?
3: Yes, I am for probably all of the views on on, the YouTube, on Maidenhead's YouTube channel, maybe half of them on Twitter as well. Um I was eagerly anticipating the video to rewatch it because it was yeah, it was sensational. Um there was a foul literally just outside the area, wasn't there? And we weren't entirely sure what he might do with it. It was it was on those goals, it's like slightly too close to the to the area. But yeah, um it. yeah, no, just absolutely smashed it a goal and it was beautiful. It just flew in, just top right corner, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. It was like click the oh, post. Okay. Well, yeah, exactly. So I yeah, would was- recommend anybody go and have a look at Maidenhead United's Twitter just to mm-hmm. relive the beautiful Dan Sparks goal.
2: It was a good goal. It was. It was. Um, sorry, Rob. It was. Uh, yeah, I was saying uh, Abby was, was was stood with me, and I was uh, sort of being a usual pessimist saying, "Well, it's too central. He went back to school from here, so it shows why I'm <laughs> that side of the fence rather than um, <laughs> on the blade service." But he bent it over into the corner.
1: I was going to ask you, you've got two free-kick specialists, at least two free-kick specialists there in Sparks and uh, Barrett. How do they decide who takes them? Do you know?
2: Well, Barrett wasn't on the pitch at the time. So, Dev Dev rotated the uh, uh, squad over the the, the, two games three days. so Sam Um, didn't get uh, on until the last 20 minutes. I think um, Sparks is probably the favourite for free-kicks. uh, he, he, uh, he he does like to go at them, and he's uh, he can talk us through his repertoire over the years. Uh, a certain televised goal in the FA Cup for Barnet against Brentford is one of his favourites. So he'll talk you through that one time if you're coming down uh, one of our games.
1: Very good indeed. Very good. Well, uh, yeah, as you say, Ed, Um going well until the end of the season. And after the game against Aldershot, there was a meeting with uh, John Adams, who came out and. Um, Spoke to fans and reporters about the proposed move to uh, Braywick, Maidenhead moving away from York Road and uh, to a new site uh, just, well, not very far away at all, actually, was it Uh, a quarter of a mile away, something like that? That's right.
2: Yeah, yeah, just down uh, the road.
1: uh, And uh, yeah, talking through the fans about the proposed. uh, moved to Browick. Uh, what can you tell us about that? And what um, what stage is the move at? And generally, what was the sort of reaction to uh, John Adams and the uh, the sort of feel you got from the questions that are being asked?
2: Yeah, So the the stage they're at is a, a deal agreed in principle. Uh, it still needs to go through planning, so that will be um, you know a process and a, and a hurdle to to overcome. Um, the meeting itself. Um, I thought was very effective. Tom was, uh, was CEO who was um, very open and honest about you know, what we're going to do and, and what the plans are. I think it was generally rather um, well received. There are a few um, dissenting voices, a couple of people um, alarmed about um, lack of parking options potentially. Well, your road isn't exactly the most <laughs> yeah. parking friendly um, option in itself. So, uh, uh, and then there was some discussion about uh, athletics tracks. Now, um, John was keen to uh, re-emphasise that there will, will not be an athletics track around the main pitch. There will be a, a secondary uh, sort of pitch behind uh, the, the ground, um, which will cater for the uh, the athletics side of things. So it really should be a, a real sporting hub down there at Bray. We've already got the rugby club. As Neighbours and obviously the, the Braywick Leisure Centre as well. So this I'm biased. I'm wearing a club hat and a club tie. Um, and um, I think it's a, a really good thing uh, for the town and for the club. And um, um, things obviously with, with the service as well. But uh, we await the next start, step, which will be sort of revealing more detail of the plans. I haven't seen them, so I can't comment on them. But uh, an interesting time ahead over the next uh, few months.
1: Absolutely. Do you know when the next um, stage of the plan will be revealed?
2: So, they're looking at planning permission or the planning application uh, to go in um, over the summer, kind of uh, June, July time. So, that could be uh, the next kind of big milestone when uh, people may see a bit more. We will be doing a couple of supporter engagement events uh, down at the round over the next couple of weeks. We will publicise the dates for those, and you know they're for everyone. Really, they're not just supporter events. Anyone with interest in, in local football or or in the town, or, or people, I, I you know, we realise that some people have some concerns. Come down and um, let's hear about them. You know, let's um, have an honest uh, dialogue about it. So, stay tuned for a couple of uh, dates where we'll, we'll open the stripes bar and uh, be able to present things hopefully in a bit more detail.
3: I can tell you those dates if you like. <laughs> Uh, it's the 11th and the 14th of May, oh, so Wednesday and a Wednesday and a Saturday, I think it is. I ought to
2: write those down, haven't I? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely it's very right. soon, yeah. In fact, yeah, so yeah, the um, indeed. So the Saturday for the cup final, so don't worry about uh, clashing with uh, that if you want to watch uh Liverpool uh, Chelsea in the uh in the cup final. Uh, and as Abby says, the previous uh, Wednesday as well, so the club stru- stru- Bar will be open and there'll be more opportunity to uh, come down and uh, have your say and, and hear uh, what's going on. I think the club is very keen to make this move. It's going to be quite a traumatic one in a way because we're obviously leaving all this history behind here, um, behind me here. So, you know, we, we want to bring as much of that sort of uh, feel. Um, as I say, Abby was in the bar afterwards. Um, she's seen, you know... Uh, now, it's a nice atmosphere in the bar, bit crowded at times uh, in the Stripes bar, but the players coming in on the management team. You know, that's the kind of thing that us non-league fans enjoy, I think, isn't it? It's the kind of thing you don't get at Reading or, or Leicester, Rob, you know, that kind of thing. It's uh, higher up the echelons, you understand the reasons why we want to keep that feel as we move to the new grounds. Important dialogues coming up over the next few
1: weeks. Brilliant. Well, stay tuned for that. And I'm sure we'll uh, uh, either have you back on, Neil, or we'd have some more interaction from the club in terms of uh, uh, talking through the plans as as and when they progress. Yep. Fantastic. All right. Well, Abby, I'll move on to you. I haven't actually said a proper hello to you. So 10 minutes in, how are you doing this week? Yes. Have your um, feet touched the floor after receiving a personalised goodbye message from Tash Harding uh, on Twitter? Was (laughs) it yesterday or the day before?
3: Yeah, yeah. No. Yes, I'm all right, thank you. I've crammed in a lot of football this week, actually. I went and ticked off another WSL ground last week. I went to watch Chelsea versus Spurs at King's Meadow. It's a nice little ground, and it was a cracking game as well. Um, Then on Saturday, I went to the final game of Reading Men. (laughs) And, um, yeah, I mean, what can I say? (laughs) Um, And then, yes, and then on Monday, I went to Maidenhead, obviously. Um, And a very nice time with you now it was delightful
2: <laughs> and I'm being yeah. genuine now quite <laughs> yeah.
3: um although you do too much chatting so I had to, to the second half I had to go like I had to move away from you slightly because you just you just know too many people in too many places
1: <laughs>
3: it's otherwise I'd a game of football if I went with you every week somewhere because you yeah. always know somebody somewhere and that's yeah
1: it's <laughs> part of the non-league you know to, uh, seeing people you know in the communities and uh yeah that's in that's a chat.
3: True. So, no. Yeah. Indeed. No. I don't dispute that. But I'd save that for half time, maybe. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd
2: <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> I need to wear some disguise, maybe uh, a moustache and a hat or something to uh, stop our regulars. Uh, um, yeah, grabbing me for a chat. Yeah. <laughs> Point taken.
3: Um, And then, yeah, I mean, I guess we'll talk about it soonish about Tash Harding, but yeah. Um... I, yeah, I, I I don't really have any words for it. It, it threw me.
0: <laughs> well, it
3: ruined my day yesterday as well, the announcement. And then, yeah, that just tipped me over the edge slightly, I'll be honest. But, yeah, it was well, very nice to see that she appreciated uh, appreciates the work that I do for <laughs> reading and that sort of stuff. So, yeah, that was very nice indeed.
1: Very good. Well, let's move on to Reading Women now because, uh, yeah, bit of a weekend for them a few announcements uh, some uh leaving the club and some well we also had a game as well um drawing nil nil up at leicester um talk us through the moving and well talk us through the fixture first of all let's go through that and uh, how did uh, how did you see that one uh, bit disappointing really considering where leicester are on the table perhaps
3: yeah well, like I said to Tom last week i would i was i made no comment on it because I just you just never know <laughs> reading are just I, I mean I think I said it last season, like as a fan, they are just consistently inconsistent sometimes it's just yeah it was a it was a strange odd game. I will quote Neil Maskell right here, and I think lots of teams at this time of the season are on the beach, aren't they? <laughs> I think it was just one of the like it's the end of the season. Reading don't, like, Reading are safe, aren't they? So they're, they're not playing for anything, really. So I don't know if maybe it's possibly because there's obviously going to be a few players out of contract, as we found out this week and stuff like that. So yeah, just it was a bit of a strange performance from them, really. Just to be, neither side really got going at all. Nobody seemed to get out of first gear in that game at all. So yeah, I don't know. It would have been nice to get some points. But yeah, like I said, they're not playing for anything. So, yeah, mm. it's a good point for Leicester as well. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a strange old game.
1: Very good. Well, as you mentioned last week, uh, you thought there was going to be a lot of the um, uh, building blocks maybe for next season have been put in place Uh this season, uh so without wanting to be too dismissive, it sounds like it's more of a, a building season rather than a uh, a sort of one where they were hoping for uh big results on the pitch. But um how much uh does the retirement of Brooke Chaplin, or which was announced recently and uh the uh, the fact Hasharding's leaving, how much does that put a damper on that? Do you think were they sort of expected or uh, were they going to be were they sort of part of the new uh build in uh for Reading? Uh, Next season.
3: So I, I I think as far as I know, Chaplin's contract was up at the end of this season anyway. So I guess that maybe would have been in a little bit of kind of array anyway. But the fact that she was then injured in November, so she's been out for ages anyway, and then obviously she had the diagnosis in February, Mm -hmm. and she confirmed that whilst the operation was successful in terms of removing the tumor in her leg that actually the way they've put her knee back together, essentially some of the ligaments mean that she actually can no longer play football, which is, yeah, it's just a real, it's, it's untimely because she's, she's not that close to retirement age really at all. So it's a, it's a massive shame. And she's, she's one of those players that while she maybe doesn't get the headlines, she's just a very consistent team player and she's been playing her trade at Reading for a little while now. And she's been, Integral, I'd say, actually, to just the consistency that we have in the team. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just a real shame, really, that she's, she's leaving and actually, in fact, retiring um, mm. because she's had a real impact on the WSL as well. She's played for... She's been there since the beginning. And if you look back, she's had a very decent career. She had a little spell at Chelsea. She won the FA Cup with Everton. Um, so... Yeah, it's just a real shame, really, that she's having to retire early, unfortunately. Um, And I think she'll be much missed by fans and players alike. So, yeah. Um, But I think she's keen to get back to fitness. And um, she said as well that whilst she's been out and in the last couple of years, she's been doing some studying. So she's been looking at the business of football as well. So this is not the last time we're going to see her name. Just it won't be on the pitch. So, yeah. Um, a shame but yeah good luck to her in the future and uh, thank you for her tenure at Reading it's been
2: fantastic
1: very good yeah, indeed love, love, oh, sorry carry on Neil yeah, lovely off, player.
2: sorry Rob yeah just a lovely player to watch I think isn't she um, Brooke I mean the, the, the few times that I've seen her play you know she's um, around the box pops up with the odd um, important goal um, I think they'll miss her won't they yeah definitely. mind you they've, they've had to miss her for much of the season haven't they so they've already been planning for it I guess
3: yeah, very true, very true. And then, yeah, in terms of Tash Harding, um, that came as a massive shock. I think, in fact, the entire sort of women's football world were quite shocked by that. But, um, again, she's another player who's been at Reading for a while now, and she's she's obviously been captain as well. And so, but I think sometimes like you want new challenges in life, don't you? So fair enough. Um. Be interesting to see where where she goes next. Um, the speculative fan and me wonders if she might go back to Liverpool. She was there for a little while, and there's Rachel Laws and Rachel Furness there as well. So she knows some of the players. She knows Matt Beard. Um, obviously, they've just come back into the WSL, so possibly she might go there. I don't know. She might want some Championship football, something a little bit slower in pace. She's she's 33 now, so um, who knows? She's been at Bristol before as well. Like it's a bit closer to home for her and stuff like that. So. Um, Maybe she'll throw a Kerbal in and just go off to Orlando and go and play with Jesse Buslock. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so yeah, um, a real shock, and actually, yeah, I think she she's another fan favourite as well, and obviously she's been a captain, so um, and she's also had a huge impact on the WSL and the the growth of women's football, especially for Wales as well. Um, so yeah, another another big loss, but um I guess I maybe need to prepare myself for some lo- some losses of some big players <laughs> potentially. Who knows? I was hoping it was going to be a nice, civilized transfer window. And after Kelly Chambers said that um, most of the players are going to be there, I was like, "Oh yeah, that'd be fine." But I don't know. Maybe I need to brace myself for the summer.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully, oh, hopefully, those are the two main uh, departures, and the rest can uh, you know you can build on the rest. Uh, go on, Neil. What were you going to say?
2: Yeah I guess we can only speculate. Do you think it's um mutual consent this one um Abby or or, or Tash's decision? I guess um in terms of her to go or both her and the and the head coach.
3: Uh, I I don't know to be honest. I guess mm. it must be a mutual thing as well and I Yeah. I think Kelly is so well respected within in the club and within the squad and mm. so yeah I think it would have been a difficult conversation that they would have had but I think yeah, yeah. absolutely. Because it's not a retirement as well, especially.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, um, yeah, I, yeah I don't know.
2: <laughs> at least she gets a chance to say goodbye, doesn't she, the last home game. Yeah, so
3: exactly, great. exactly.
2: Yeah. Man
1: City at home to
2: finish there. So,
1: uh, <laughs> well, if she gets any points or a win there, that would be a, a fantastic send-off, wouldn't it? <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, we can dream, we can dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Well, uh, we've got some big games this weekend coming up. So, uh, but before we rattle on to them, we should cover off all the uh, uh, the cup fixtures that we've had so far this weekend. Um, uh, Abby, do you want to talk us through Tarlhurst Panthers in the uh, League Cup final? Or is that coming up this weekend?
3: That's coming up this weekend, yeah.
1: Apologies. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, the ones we've had this weekend. Reading City were involved in the Southern Combination Cup. They managed a 2-1 win against Cobham, which puts them into the semi-final to face Fleet Town this weekend. Um, The winner of that will go on to play Ashford in the final. Um, The other side of the draw has already been completed and everyone's just waiting for Reading and uh, Chobham to get their game underway. So Reading City through and still playing for Silverware at this this stage of the season. Um, In the Esoteric Division 1 Cup in the combined counties, we have three uh, Berkshire sides still involved. Uh, Now this is Going to be confusing because there's lots of uh, clubs at different uh, levels of the competition. But on Thursday night, uh, Sandhurst uh, won their quarterfinal at Jersey Bulls under 23s, so put their through to the semi final already. Uh, Wednesday night, so tonight as we're recording, uh, Barks County are playing away at um, Guildford City under 23s, and that's a quarterfinal tie, so they're looking to join Sandhurst in the semis. Um, last night, Charlie. Um, Sports lost to uh, British Airways. That was a second round tie. So trying to get into the quarterfinal. Um, and uh, at the weekend, the, the, the prize for that was going to be a game against Woodley uh, in the quarterfinal. So Woodley uh, playing the quarterfinal this weekend, I believe, uh, and looking to join. Well, looking to get into the semifinals with uh, Sandhurst and hopefully uh, Barks County. Uh, play tonight. So three Berkshire sides still involved in that, still playing for silverware and some good
2: uh, opportunities.
1: Out of those four teams, how many have you seen? Any, many of those uh, four teams this season, Neil. And uh, would you fancy any of them for a bit of cup glory?
2: The only team I've seen, Rob, is um, is Woodley. It won't be uh, plain sailing for them against British Airways. Couldn't quite no. That um, for that pun, I think that. Speaking to uh, Mark Rossier at the recent uh, game over at Woodley, he said they, you know, they really are wanting to give that uh, competition a good go. So, good luck to them. Good luck to all our teams, obviously. But I'd love to see uh, Woodley get through to a final. Do we know where the finals will be? Will it be at a, a home club or will it be a neutral venue? What's the usual? Uh,
1: I don't know, actually. But yeah, I presume it's, sure. a, it's... I think it's usually a neutral venue uh, for yes. these okay. competitions. So, yeah.
2: Good. Might be some nice end-of-season viewing then for, uh, for, for some of our... Uh, Teams and uh, perhaps a football in should trip out to a cup final, maybe.
1: That sounds like a, a bit of a laugh. Yeah. I think we could all get behind that one.
2: Absolutely. Good luck to them all.
1: Indeed, indeed. And one other side, or um, one of the sides that's been in action this week, but actually two other sides that are involved uh, still uh, have something to play for this season are Wallingford and Eversley in California. So Wallingford uh last night confirmed their place in the playoff final with a 2-0 victory over Rainers Lane uh, that was the third versus sorry yeah the third versus fourth semi final in the combined counties div 1 and tonight Eversley and California play in the other semi final they're away at Hilltop who play in Rice um so the winners of that will go on to face Wallingford a venue yet to be decided obviously if uh, Hilltop win it will be Home for hilltop in Ryslip, and if eversley in California win will be played in Wallingford, so uh two not Berkshire, but two football in Berkshire sides that we uh, sides that we cover still with something to play for there and uh, uh, special credit to Wallingford perhaps that was their eleventh game in thirty two days um they had ten games in April I'm and, uh, yeah, they had ten games in April and then obviously this one in on the third of uh of may, and um it's been. Yeah, a pretty incredible run. They weren't guaranteed the playoff at the start of that game, but they obviously having a lot of games in hand helps. But uh, yeah, fantastic run they've had. Um, Getting some points and beating some of the top sides. Saw them at the weekend when I think they were clearly had one eye on the semi-final. They'd already confirmed their third place finish um, uh, out on Saturday. So they went and played the league champions, London Lions. And I was a bit worried for them because they came away with an 8-1 defeat Uh, quite a thumping. But actually, in the first half, it was a really, really uh, exciting game in that Wallingford uh, went 1-0 up very early on. Obviously, London Lions came roaring back and actually also missed a penalty in that first half. It was 4-1 at half time. But the London Lions goalkeeper had also made two fantastic saves. And uh, uh, Wallingford had another chance, cleared off the line that they were convinced had gone over. So... You know, on another day, it could have been, say, 5-4 at half time, which really would have been cracking. But uh, London Lions pulled away in the second half. Uh, but yes, it didn't matter too much as Wallingford um, maintained their third place, of course, and they're now into the playoff finals. So well done to them. And, and it's the final, uh, yeah. Rob. It's the final when? Saturday. Yeah. It is Saturday, yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're playing Saturday, like I say, either in Ryslip or in Wallingford. Not sure uh, which yet, depending okay, which on the result yet? tonight. Be an interesting one, yeah. I've seen both um Wallingford and uh Wallingford, obviously, and Eversley and California play this season. They both play really good football, so you know, both deservedly in the playoffs and uh Hilltop have obviously played really well as well. They're actually a side with um a strong Somali connection. I think we've mentioned them before. Um, They actually had a Somali international playing for them when I saw them earlier in the season. And their manager uh, in one of the um, more more recent um, international windows was actually called up as a coach to the Somali national team. So, uh, you know, really, really nice seeing these uh, sort of international links. So, uh, yeah. Uh, And just a word on London Lions. They are the best side at Steak 6 I've seen this season, certainly, and possibly over a couple of seasons. They're really, really handy, and I think they'll do very well either in the combined counties or the Spartan Midlands League, wherever they end up uh, next yeah. season in the uh, step five.
2: And good, I'll forgive good. you your pun. Of, I'll forgive you your London Lions roaring pun as well. Was yeah. that intended? Was that intended?
1: Oh, I'd like to slip them in every now and then it, and it, see it, if it, anyone it, notices it, it, them.
2: It was better constructed than my British Airways one. So, um, <laughs> leave it to the experts, I think. Um,
1: very good, very good. Well, anything to say on uh, the week that's been uh, before we look ahead to some big fixtures this weekend? Anything else to say on uh, that, Abbey or Neil? Like no. oh Yeah, uh, I
2: could I could give a shout-out to a bit of a Berkshire footballing legend, or very much a Berkshire oh, footballing yes. legend. Um, Martin Lisbeth, congratulations to the former... Maidenhead Ned and Slough man. I've said before, there's not many footballers who unite uh, Maidenhead Ned and Slough supporters, but Niz is one of them. A third promotion for him um, from the Southern Premier League, over uh, the space of 15 seasons. He's a bit of a playoff um, specialist, is Niz. Um, 2007, I think the anniversary of the final, actually, against Team Bath. is 15 years ago tomorrow, I think, when Maidenhead Ned were promoted back to the Conference South. He did the same thing in 2018 um, with the Rebels when they won away at Kingslin, which is quite a hostile uh, venue to win a final at. And then um, the, uh, he, he made it a hat trick um, with Farnborough, obviously not in our area, but um, um, we ought to give uh, Niz some credit for uh, a third, a playoff uh, hat trick over 15 years, all of them the Southern Prem. Um, all the way from home, actually, I think, the finals that uh, he won with them. I think some players just have it; those kind of big game mentality, don't they? Mark um, is uh, well-loved at Slough and Maidenhead. I saw the the Slough uh, joint managers took to Twitter to congratulate him and a few other former Slough players that are at uh, at Farnborough. So, well done, Niz, uh, for that achievement on Monday. And Farnborough back in the uh, conference south to play Slough and Hungerford next season.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Seeing some uh, familiar faces, perhaps at other Park. So, yeah, indeed. Providing he stays with them, obviously. So, yeah. Hopefully, uh, good for him. And uh, yeah, congratulations to Farmra. It Does also mean that uh, Bracknell will be playing Hayes and Yedding next season in the uh, in the well, the division constitutions aren't out yet, but uh, it looks like they will be. And I think there was a little bit of needle uh, between those two sides when they uh, uh, faced off in the um, in step in Bracknell's first season in Step Four. So. They haven't got Chertsey up in uh, step three with them, as some people thought they might, but they've still got Hayes and Yedding. So, uh, you know, some rivalry there and something to look forward to next season. Very good indeed. Well, OK, looking ahead to this weekend's action, uh, one pretty uh, massive game in particular. Abby, maybe we'll get you to talk about this uh, as you're our resident Ascot um, uh, uh, pundit. uh, Ascot are playing in the Barks and Bucks uh, Senior Cup final. Um, against Reading. Uh, well, I suppose I could uh, ask you about either of those sides, really. But uh, <laughs> final of the Boxer Bucks Cup, fantastic uh, achievement of the got to get there. And the big game is arriving, Arbour Park this weekend. How do you see yeah. that one going?
3: Yeah. Mm, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm just wondering if they do half and half scarves, though, because I don't know. <laughs> <that. laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's going to be an exciting game. I watched both the semi-finals so um Reading obviously got some promising talent coming through there under 23s so um there'll be an exciting side to watch just for Reading fans for the future but you know what Ascot have got equally have got some exciting young players but also they've got that experience in their squad so yeah it's going to be a very exciting game indeed and I don't actually think I could call it either way I think yeah it's um Going to be an exciting one, especially if you're a neutral as well. I think it's a de- very good game to go to. And Arbor Park such a nice venue, isn't it, as well? So I think, yeah, it's just going to be a proper nice day out, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I can't call it. <laughs> I don't want to put a, put a name to, to the to the winners. But, yeah, it's going to be exciting. And uh, good luck to Jamie Tompkins and Noel Hunt. Um, like I said, do they do half and half scarves? Because
1: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, maybe I could get you to be a bit more committal, see if you uh, want, want to uh, uh, back one side yeah. or the other, because Abby seemed firmly on the fence there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we, we were talking about it on, on Monday after the, uh, the Maidenhead game, and um, is it fair to say it might mean a bit more to the Ascot players than the young Reading players? Um, I don't know. I might be doing the Reading players a disservice. They've obviously had a good run. It would be a great story if, if Ascot were to win it. No, no disrespect to, to Reading's young players; they've got their careers ahead of them, haven't they? You know, perhaps they won't be defined by a Bucks and Bucks Cup um, victory. So go on, and why not? Let's have uh, Ascot to win it on penalties. There you go. Proper <laughs> excitement for you uh, on uh, on Saturday. I'll be I'll be up in Grimsby, but I'll be following your tweets, uh, Abby, uh, whoever's covering for the football in Berkshire. Hope, Hopefully, a good game there and. Uh, Seeing the goals or, or whatever from it uh, online afterwards.
3: If you're um, expecting Penzo, let's just hope that Chris Ellis doesn't take one because um, he had a shocker in the semi-final. So <laughs>
2: it that ball to the... still hasn't landed. So uh... yeah. they, they still got through, <laughs> didn't they? So they <laughs> <all about>, uh, <laughs> sure did about, indeed. Uh, <laughs> they have had the experience of having a shootout, haven't they? But so they, they know how to win one, even if they didn't get a hundred percent. Uh, record so yeah no that should be a good game hopefully um, a big crowd there and I'm a bit envious I wish, I wish it was on the Sunday but um, there you go I'll uh, I'll be looking out for the uh, for the outcome of that one
1: absolutely yeah one to look forward to for sure one of the uh, bigger games for our, our Berkshire clubs this season so yeah if you're free on a Saturday uh, you don't fancy the trip up to Grimsby maybe if you're a Maidenhead fan or uh, or or whoever you support. <laughs>
2: You Reading are at Luton, aren't they? So, um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, sold out they're for going that to one, ruin they. their playoff hopes. <laughs> yeah,
1: hope they
3: All don't. Sold
2: out. So, uh, <laughs> any Reading fans looking for a bit of silverware should get themselves down over to Slough for the final.
1: Absolutely. Get down to Arbor Park. Great place to watch the football. And uh, yeah, you're going to see a, a really good uh, cup final between two Berkshire sides. So. Fantastic stuff indeed. There are a couple of other games as we mentioned. Well, Abby, why don't you talk us through the uh, uh the cup final I prematurely uh, uh put you on the spot about earlier?
3: <laughs> uh yes, so uh Sunday at Arbor Park again. So you could just spend a whole weekend at Arbour Park if you wanted. Um there is the Plate Cup and the League Cup. Um there are no Barcher sides in the Plate Cup. Um, they're both uh, Buckinghamshire sides I think but we do have Tylehurst Panthers in the League Cup and they are due to face Badshot Lee um I think that'll be an exciting game as well so Badshot Lee actually they'll be they'll be looking for the double they they won division one so they'll be promoted into the southern region um and Tylehurst finished fifth so um <clears throat> yeah I think it'll be an exciting game and they've had they've had some decent games this season actually as well so um I don't think they'll lie down to a bad shot. Um, I have spoken to Andy Vitesse, who is the coach at Tylehurst. So look out for a preview at some point, either today or tomorrow. Um, Just having a chat about the game, essentially, and their season in general. So, um, yes, if you fancy some more cup action at Arbor Park on Sunday, uh, the Plate Cup game is at half one, I believe, and then the League Cup game is at 4pm. So, yeah, you could spend a whole weekend at Arbor Park.
1: Brilliant! Yeah, well, lots of good football this weekend, as we mentioned. Saturday, Sunday at Arbor Park. Uh, Wallingford's playoff final. Still not quite sure where that is on Saturday, and still the cup games we mentioned earlier: the Southern Combination Cup plus the um, Esoteric Division One Cup uh, games that are happening this weekend. Lots to go and see if you're still, if you're, your club has finished, or if, uh, like you say, don't fancy the trips, long trips with your. Uh, um, uh, Maidenhead or Reading, then, yeah, lots of games still on this season. Um, any others you want to highlight or have we covered all the main ones there, do we think? Um,
3: just that it's Reading women's last game of the season against City, as we've already alluded to. Yes, so it um, it's a goodbye for Brooke Chaplin and Tash Harding, I think, because the main emphasis we'll take from this game because, yeah, City are just... Firing all cylinders at the moment. They've got the FA Cup next weekend as well. So um, they're in fine form. So um yeah. We'll we'll see how that goes on Sunday. You never know to be well, ad- admittedly, last time they were that last time they came to uh the Majeski or should I say the select car leasing, we uh, <laughs> held them to a nil-nil draw until the 87th minute, uh when Chloe Kelly broke the hearts of Reading fans. Um, I don't think we'll be quite that lucky this time. So um, yes. It's still it's still a worthy occasion to be down watching Reading for the last game of the season.
2: Will you be there, Abby, for that one?
3: I will indeed. You can follow along live updates from the Football Embarkshire website as always. Okay.
2: Handkerchiefs uh, okay. at the ready as well, I think, for that one,
3: right? Yes, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try and have a quick chat with Tash if I can, but we'll see. Maybe just one from Kelly. Oh, I am actually speaking to Kelly Chambers tomorrow as well. So if anybody's got any questions, shoot me a message on social media or whatever. Or, yeah, let me know what you want to ask, what you want to find out.
1: Very good. Uh, Say, so, um, you could ask her about, uh, as we were saying earlier, um They were talking a lot in the last couple of weeks about building and how was that um, departure of Tash Harding in particular, how has that affected the sort of building for next year? Was it expected or was it, um, has it come out of the blue a little bit? So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that would be my main question. very good indeed right is there anything else we need to uh cover perhaps abby you want to give us a, a little uh a plug for our awards night and anything else that needs uh you're always good with the uh uh, uh getting interest in these events so why don't you well, give us uh, give a little plug
3: i can indeed and like i've got a little banner going and everything so wednesday 15th <laughs> of june uh at double barreled hosted by tom white is our awards uh you can still nominate people but we have brought nominations back a little bit just because there's so many of them which is obviously fantastic um it just shows the the talent that is across the Berkshire football community um so yes if you'd like to nominate people you've got until Wednesday the 18th of May to do that and then we'll do a long list and a short list the week after I think is our plan or not even the week after actually so on the Friday and then the Monday I think it is so yes um Tickets aren't on sale just yet, but I think they should be out soon. Um, probably should have asked TC this, shouldn't we? But there we mm-hmm. are. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, but keep an eye out because tickets will be on sale soon, and it is very much worth attending. Uh, so yeah, come come to the come to the Football and Berkshire Awards. Absolutely fantastic.
1: Yeah, good plug. And Neil, is there anything you'd like to uh, uh, plug or any other business you have got before we uh, wrap it up this e- afternoon?
2: Yeah, if I could just give a quick um, plug to um, something that one of our maiden United women uh, players, uh, Chrissy Chrissy Nazif, is uh, putting together a twenty-four hour sportathon. Would you believe uh, for uh, for charity? I think that's going to be uh, in the next few weeks. I'll give some more details, um, perhaps to Tom uh, to uh, plug uh, via the usual FIB channel. She's doing. 24 hours of uh, various different sports. Um, She's one of these incredible people, Chrissy. I was going to nip on a a Zoom call with her yesterday um, to see how you know the club can help uh, publicise it, Um, and she was too busy playing touch rugby and then football. So that kind of sums up our our Chrissy. She's uh, a sports coordinator at Reading University by uh, by day herself, so she's sports mad. She's going to do with a few uh, volunteers, uh, 24 hours worth of uh, sports events. One of the charities um, that she's going to support is the Link Foundation, who do so much for uh, children uh, locally. So hopefully uh, Football in Berkshire, I'm sure, will get behind that and we'll give you some more uh, details as to uh, Chrissy's endeavours down the line.
1: Fantastic stuff. Yeah, definitely one to look out for on uh, Football in Berkshire and any other channels there. So good luck to Chrissy when that comes. And uh, yeah, you're 100% right. We'll get... Right behind that one. Good thank you. stuff indeed. All right. OK. Well, I think we just uh, all we've got left to say now is to uh, wrap it up. Um, uh, thank you very much, Neil Maskell, ably stepping in for TC again. Um, always a pleasure to speak to you and uh, give us thank some you. actual insight on uh, all things Maidenhead and uh, anything else that's going on in Berkshire. So cheers for stepping into the breach at short notice.
2: Thank you. Enjoyed it as always. Look forward to uh, some of those cup finals. As I say, I'm envious. Uh, those are uh, getting to watch other uh, matches this weekend to enjoy. Yeah,
1: will do. And thank you as well, Abby. Uh, always uh, always a pleasure uh, going through the the uh, ladies' side of the game with you. Uh, so good stuff.
3: No worries at all. Very welcome.
1: OK, well, uh, yeah, uh, for all our listeners, thank you for uh, watching, uh, listening. Um, and you can um, follow all our... Oh, you've changed the banner, Abby. Nice one. You can follow all our... Uh, you should uh, know it
3: by now. You say it you know every week. It. I do
1: know it. I was just surprised that you've uh, uh, you changed it to help me out for the uh, uh, Football in Berkshire Awards. But yes, thank you for listening and you can find all our stuff on uh, Twitter, on uh, Facebook or on Instagram or you can go to the old school uh, website of Um So yeah, we'll be back next week and until then, thanks for listening. Bye-bye everyone. Bye.
2: All the best.
0: Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330 118 210 that's 0330 118 0210 for a free initial consultation and let them know Football in Berkshire sent
2: you.